0: to Life
1: Conversations, where we explore what it means to live fully in marriage, in motherhood, and in meaningful work. Welcome back to Life Conversations. Hi, everyone. So today, uh, we are having, we, our hearts are a little heavy today. Yeah. um, Given, for those of you who are from Victoria, uh, our community was really rocked yesterday, mm-hmm. and so uh, we just want to acknowledge just everyone in the community, everyone that's been involved, everyone that's been in- affected. Um, our hearts go out to all
0: of you. Um, yeah, thoughts and prayers to everyone that's been involved. And yeah, we actually were unsure whether to continue with our plan to record this podcast today, but. Um, You know, the situation that happened is just a real reminder to us of how precious and how fragile life is. And because of that, we really want to make the most of the time that we have here. And that means having these meaningful Mm -hmm. conversations about how we live and work and parent in a really thoughtful and intentional way. And that's what this is about. So um, we're going to carry on. Yeah, we are. Mm -hmm. With with prayers and, and big big love in our hearts. Big love yeah. in our hearts, yeah. So so um, today we want to talk a little bit about parenting throughout the summertime and what that looks like and do a bit of a recap of this school year, what it's been like for us and our families and what we're bringing into the summer to really alleviate some of the stress and pressure we put on ourselves mm-hmm. and create the space for real meaningful connection with our kids and our families. Yeah. yeah. yeah so Trace, um, how was the school year for your family? Talk about what was really good this year and what's been hard.
1: Well, given that it's kind of COVID has really for the last two years, mm-hmm. Um, been such a big part of our lives it was it's been a it's been a slow transition back to some normalcy which has been really really nice yes Um, for my daughter who's in grade seven she had an awesome year it started off a bit rocky um, but I think for her the teacher was such a big deal I've spoken about her teacher to her teacher many times she just really blossomed Deva and allowed her to really like um, come out of her shell a little bit and really love school this year, mm. which is awesome. I think, yeah, I just I give so much. Um, I I'm just so happy that there's teachers out there like that. So yeah. Um, and for my son, um, I mean, you and I have chatted about this, and I I want to continue to chat about this a bit more on the podcast. Is there's been some anxiety in his life Mm -hmm. and I think that's just the reality of what's kind of the aftermath of COVID Um, and so it's learning how to deal with those and and we're we're really working on a lot of tools right now Um, and yeah school school for him isn't something that he loves to do Mm -hmm. Um, it's something that he has to do so it's finding those little pieces of school that he really enjoys so that's something else we've really been working on right. this year. And then all the outside stuff like his hockey and things like that, that really keeps him engaged and, and wanting to go do, do school to be able to go to hockey after yeah. that or,
0: or whatever. Yeah. So
1: how about your kids?
0: Um, yeah. Like you said, it's been the first kind of full year back to school out of the last three years. And that's been amazing in so many ways, um, seeing that kind of return to normal schedule and routine and structure, bringing back extracurricular activities yeah. and social events. Um, I think the biggest thing that stands out for me, it was my daughter's first year of high school, and she is a dancer. She dances mm. at a studio, but also has been part of the dance program at her school this year. And... It's been so amazing to see that return of the arts. Like for me, I'm someone that music and dance has been a part of my life since I was very young. And obviously in the last like 10 years, it's been more from the position of watching my daughter and her friends um, really be able to express themselves through this art form. And there's so much beauty to that and to actually be able to, you know, sit in the audience and see them come to life on stage and express themselves through their art. I feel like it was, for me, a piece of like the human experience Mm. I've been missing to have that involvement and connection to art in my life. And yeah, I was... I was really moved watching her, her school year-end show. Like, it was super emotional for me. And I found a lot of other parent parents in the audience feeling the same way. And just for the dancers and performers, it's like they came to life again. Yeah. So I loved being able to be a part of those things and seeing those those opportunities come back for the kids. I think what's been hard is just that life has felt so full and um we weren't used to that for the last couple years so getting back into routine like that has i feel like for a lot of people felt a bit exhausting too and just talking with i have a lot of patients who are teachers and talking with a lot of other parents it feels like in many ways, the kids have been kind of crawling towards the finish line of the end of the school year. So there's kind of a level of overwhelm or exhaustion that's there that we want to be mindful of. I mean, my kids are both in high school, so they finished Mm -hmm. last week, but today is actually the last day of school for your kids, right?
1: Just until like, yeah, just the morning. Yeah. But it, yeah, I think this, I completely can relate to the crawl to the finish line. Like it's been just like a countdown of days hours but I think that's why this conversation today about uh, how, do, how do we live a guilt-free summer or mm-hmm. like giving ourselves giving ourselves permission um, to not to not yeah have these high expectations of what summer needs to look like given the last couple of years mm-hmm. that we've just gone through and that yeah we're we're slowly transitioning back to some normalcy again which I feel like We're almost there. There's still some some weirdness in the world. But yeah, now we're just feeling all the
0: aftermath of it. Yeah. And I think another thing that I personally have had trouble navigating recently and a lot of other parents with kids the same age group as mine are having trouble with is um, there's, I think, a natural progression through the teenage years in terms of that social emotional development and you know how they engage with their peers and what those social connections and outlets look like and because during covid everything was really shut down and their socialization was minimized Mm -hmm. it feels like now that we've jumped back into things it's like they skipped over some really natural steps And I feel like, you know, there's that social emotional change that's happening internally for them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, what does that look like in terms of how I engage with the outside world and and how do I connect with others in my age group and and how do I involve myself in social events? It's like they just have landed in this new place without walking through those natural steps And as a parent, I'm finding, like, that's really tricky to navigate, too. In the past, you know, boating is a big part of our life in the summertime, and it's like the family, it's something we all look forward to, mm. having that special time together, out having adventures on the water, and now we're kind of at that spot all of a sudden where it's like, well, I want to be with my friends, or this mm. there's this social event happening, and I don't know if I want to go this weekend on the boat. and.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's it's,
0: those, yeah,
1: that, that, that transition, but it, because those two years have been really about just, you know, your solid four Mm -hmm. solid family time. And then now it's like, which probably would have happened, right? For for our children, it probably would have happened, like you said, that slower transition of no, I'm going to go hang out with my friends today as opposed to do that. Whereas now I just feel like it's
0: been this jump. Yes, exactly. we're "We're in it now. We've landed here and (laughs) we're trying to figure out what this looks like. We're trying to catch up. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's it. It's also those, I think those two years and our children are different ages as we've talked about before, but it's those two years of those two years were so important from an, from an emotional, mental, like um, understanding themselves mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. To now, it's like it's been like a, a, a blink in time, where two years later, now they're supposed to be these seventeen-year-olds or yeah. these thirteen-year-olds. That you're like, but you you were just ten or mm-hmm. you were just fourteen mm-hmm. before all this happened, and those are those. 2 years are so such important years for them to yeah, I just feel like yeah. I think we can all relate to it it it's like we like close our eyes for 2 years and woke back up and here we are. Yes. How do we Yeah. navigate And it? what does
0: 15 or 17 year old me look like? How, how yeah. do I engage with the world? Yeah. How do I land in this new place? Yeah.
1: And as their yeah. parents, how do I how do I now keep you know, this new phase. What does this all look like Mm -hmm. for me? Yeah. It's super tricky.
0: (laughs) Super tricky. So we did a little, um, investigating with some of our, our people, our close friends, just asking some questions of other people that are meaningful and important in our life Mm -hmm. what does summer look like for you what are you going to focus on to really simplify things for your kids what are you going to do for yourself Mm -hmm. just moving into that summertime phase with thought and with intention because yeah I think regardless of what stage your kids are at as moms we put a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. on ourselves Mm -hmm. okay we have this eight week time period let's pack in as much as we can to make it as fun and memorable as possible for our kids let's take everything off the list we don't want to allow them time to be bored we want to we want to do it all yeah and sometimes that creates a lot more stress and pressure than actually time for fun and time to recharge too and reset which i think is an important part of this break right
1: it's also figuring out how you recharge and reset because mm-hmm. I think this is what's been just reflecting on some of the questions you and I were talking about the last couple days. I don't like just sitting. Yeah. That's not how I recharge. So it was really interesting for me mm-hmm. to go, I don't want to just sit on my couch and go, okay, I'm recharging because mm-hmm. this isn't how it works That's for me. That's such
0: an important point,
1: right? Yes. And for my children, they are so busy during the school year. So I figuring out for them too is like how do how do you recharge maybe it is socialization or maybe it is like for my daughter it is just hanging out watching a movie on her phone or snapchatting with her friends but how do I do that how does she do that maybe on a just a smaller scale Mm -hmm. so that we still can go out and have fun
0: and all of that but yeah yeah. so what are some of the big themes that that came up when you talked with friends of yours about how they're going into the summer. The, yeah, so not over
1: scheduling and not over planning. So mm-hmm. really, one of my girlfriends said, like, I have I have three different kids. They're all different age gaps, and so how do I make sure they all get their needs met, but we're not completely over scheduling and over planning them, and that I'm not exhausted from all the scheduling and over planning and getting them to play dates Mm -hmm. and getting them to like get, getting them to all their activities. Right. Um, For myself, I think I've really, I'm trying to, like I said, I love being busy. I love, I love being busy. I really do. But, and I have a few weekends this summer that aren't planned. There's nothing planned. Mm. And I keep saying to Ryan, my husband, Like I, there's a lot of anxiety about that for me. I I need, I need plan. I need control. I need, as opposed to Mm -hmm. like, what if I just let go and like, let's see what comes and embracing the not planned weekend. Okay. So that's what I'm kind of (laughs) leaning into, if you will, Yeah, is just trying, like there's, like I said, a couple weekends where I'm just going to let, let be what is be, and, and see what comes up and see what we get to do that weekend as opposed to, like, we're doing this
0: and this and yes. this. So. It's you? a shift in expectations. Yeah. 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 Um, I think a couple of themes that came up, you know, one of my friends in particular that is that super mom that mm. does it all, plans everybody's schedules when it's time to go away does all the packing and preparation and i think we all realize that that can burn us out oh, right yeah. trying to do everything for everyone and so she said what i'm going to focus on this summer is actually asking for more help to, wow. you know, say to my kids and my family <clears throat> this is awesome we have this great weekend or adventure planned and we all want to have fun and enjoy the time together That means I need your help. Yeah. That means we all need to pitch in and participate and being okay with asking for help. That's a great, great one. (laughs) Yeah. For me, I, I feel like I want to be more aware of exactly what you said earlier. How do I recharge? And being okay with taking time for myself and planning my own adventures Mm -hmm. too like last weekend um went with three girlfriends and we kayaked over to James Island packed a picnic had a little lunch on the beach over there and kayaked back it was just the four of us um no kids (laughs) and it was awesome it felt like such a great recharge we had our own sense of adventure we laughed a lot moved our bodies we're out in nature and i think for me that's the theme moving my body and being out in nature is the way i recharge so doing that as much as possible yeah yeah i
1: the recharge is really like we kind of chatted about earlier it's really important to understand that for yourself Mm -hmm. i i feel like my recharge is during the week in particular, it is my routines. It's my, uh, which sounds really counterintuitive, Mm -hmm. but it's the rest of my week Mm -hmm. can be what it needs to be in the summer. But if I still have my workouts and I'm still hiking, I hike like three times a week and it is my absolute meditation. Mm -hmm. I can put a podcast in or I can't, but it's my, it's just my, my time.
0: Yeah. So maintaining that rhythm, that structure to your life is what helps you thrive and then be more present Present. in your time with your kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. A few of my friends that I talked to said, you know, this year has felt a little busy and chaotic, especially towards the end of the school year. And they really want to look to this time as reconnecting with their Mm. kids. And, you know, for those that have some in the older teenage years, like my kids are, it's... We talked a lot about communication and that as your kids go through different stages and phases, learning to communicate differently with them Mm. is really important. We don't communicate quite the same way at 17 that we did at 10, right? And what does that look like and how do we just reconnect and communicate better so that we're supporting and loving our kids in the way that they need right now? Well, and that can change
1: like every month, yeah. 17 or 15 or even 13. Yeah. Like I think those tween teenage years are just so like, what are we in for today? Mm-hmm. Right. Who who are we getting today? Which is all normal and common. And, but as the
0: mom, it's, it, and, yeah. and dad, I'm sh- sure too, but mom, it's so tricky. Yeah. So. I uh, asked this question of my sister who is a teacher Mm. and has been a teacher for over 20 years and actually homeschooled her three kids for a period of time. I said, you know, from that teacher perspective, what do you tell parents is a good thing to focus on in the summer. Um, And she said, honestly, it's okay to let your kids be bored because that's actually where they can tap into their creativity. And I think we have this fear of letting our kids be bored. But it really is so true that when they're constantly stimulated and there's yeah. so much input yeah. all the time, it doesn't allow them to really tap into their creativity. So yeah, be okay nice with one. them being bored and yeah, nice see what one. comes of it. Nice one. Yeah. Good one. I like that. I also think... It's been a theme since, you know, my kids are very small. Teachers always say the best thing you can do is make sure your kids are reading during the summertime, Mm. which is tricky. Some kids are really natural readers. Some don't gravitate toward it. It's trickier now with iPhones, with devices. They'd much rather be on screens, a lot of kids, than reading books. So so. kind of with summer, my daughter, who's 15, we've brought her back around Mm -hmm. (laughs) to that love of reading by you know just finding out researching what what books are great for her age category and the ones that she seems to be interested in are ones that you know there's a there's a new show out on Netflix or Prime Video and it's based on that book so we say hey well let's Let's get to the book. Mm-hmm. Why don't you read that book first? And then we can watch the show together. And that seems to have really piqued her interest. So now she's got some books lined up for the summer. So I'm super happy and excited yeah. about that, getting well, her back on the reading train. brings you back
1: to that reconnection piece that you were talking about earlier, right? Like now it's, we have a show that we watch. Once you're done that book, we have a show that we watch every night or, you know, every week or whatever. That Yeah, yeah it's just you in summertime then yeah I love it it's interesting because one of when I had kind of chatted with some of my girlfriends about this theme um, one of my girlfriends brought up the guilt aspects of screen time and how much is too much and do we eliminate it in the summer and you know her children are a little bit younger than ours but yeah even coming back to like those phones and my my children can be so addicted to the phones but they're, they're all in their activities and stuff. So I always justify, well, you've been, you know, outside or playing hockey or dancing or whatever for a lot. So now, you know, you're okay. Balance that out with some screen time. Right? Yeah. But yeah, in the summer, what is too much or how is it? Is should you eliminate it or should you allow it or, and how do I get my free time? Is it, you know, is it, She's a mom with smaller kids. Yeah. So she I, needs a break too. That yeah. gives her some free time, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the right answer is, but maybe maybe next week with yeah. Lindsay. I you know, know it, is, it is
0: a tricky question. And I yeah. think there's a, probably no one right answer yeah. to that one. And it changes in different stages and it depends on your kid. Yeah. But I think personally, it is one of the most difficult things to navigate yeah. in this time of parenting. Yes. yes. I, I feel like I struggle with it every day and I don't yeah. know the right answer, but yeah, we have someone yes. we're excited yes. to bring on the podcast next week. Yes. Um, Lindsay Seely, who happens to be a friend of mine from high school and she's a wonderful educator and consultant and author. She's um, just releasing her third book, Called made for more and tracy and i are super excited to talk with her next week she's Um, such a wealth of knowledge i've been like reading
1: her books listening to um a podcast that um marissa sent me the other day and she's just yeah i'm i have so many questions (laughs) um but if you have any questions, we'd love to hear, we really want to dive deep into all that hard stuff of parenting and all the fun mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. too. But absolutely, know, Marissa and I've talked about like, how do you have those conversations around drugs and sex and you know, those tween teenage years? Mm-hmm. And how do you have the conversations with your younger children about screen time and mm-hmm. you know, bullying and dynamics and just just at all
0: yeah right yeah we really want to dig into some of those tough topics that are really so so important so yeah if you're not already following us on instagram First off, we'd love to have you follow us, Thanks. but also we'd love for you to direct message us through Instagram with any questions you have for Lindsay, who we will be bringing on next week, um, because we're going to do a two part series with her we are. and yeah, we really want to know your burning questions and find out, uh, what you'd like to hear more about from Lindsay. So if you're not already following us, we are life underscore conversations, underscore underscore podcast (laughs) so search for us life conversations a podcast on instagram and direct message us with all of your burning questions for Lindsay. yeah Uh, also if you're really enjoying our podcast
1: uh, we'd love for you to rate and review us and subscribe to us Um, we're just so grateful that you have tuned in and continue Mm -hmm. to tune in Um, we love doing this every wednesday or every second wednesday no i guess Um, but we love having these conversations and we both think they're just so important. So Mm -hmm. thank you. And yeah, we'd be, we'd be ever so grateful (laughs) if you, if
0: you rate and reviewed and subscribed and share with your friends. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to next time with Lindsay. Join us next week with Lindsay.